Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I wanted that song. 1995 is when that came out. Wow, that predates Dustin. Mm. Can you believe that? I was in eighth grade. Where were you in 95? 95, that would be third grade. Gee, I hate this. Mm. I hate this. It's weird because when you become an adult and then people are also adults, you don't think about that age difference. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The three, four year difference you would see in high school. Yeah. Thank God. Thank God. No, that song was Little Black Backpack, Stroke Nine from 1995. I wanted to play that as your morning alarm clock banger because it randomly came on on my iPhone when I was driving to the gym and I sung along every word. It's a messed up song. You still remembered all the words? Yeah. As you did before? Yeah. It's your bloody black backpack. It's a violent song. But, you know, it feels like one of those weeks. We might as well um, embrace it. Why Why do you look like you've been crying? Because, because my faith in humanity is restored, Jordan. Okay, because earlier this week, you told us that your faith in humanity stopped mm-hmm. on the day that they invented Twitter. Correct. So whatever day that was... Till now, mm-hmm. it's been gone. But so what the hell happened? We received a thank you card from somebody who went to our garage sale a couple months ago. Nobody, nobody does that. What happened? What, what did you do? Because I remember that garage sale. Mm-hmm. You were pissed. You were throwing <laughs> a fit worse than your daughter because she was just giving everything away for quarters. You were really, really upset. Oh. But anyways, she uh, a, cu- a nice, friendly couple came in, and she was pregnant, and then we had a bunch of baby stuff, so my, my wife wanted to basically give them everything we had. I love your family. <laughs> so they're like, no, we can't accept it. Here, here's at least $10 for it. And then so they packed everything up, and my wife just loves to give things away. And then so last night, she comes to tell me, and she said, we got a thank you card. I'm like, from who? For what? The couple that I gave this stuff from the garage sale. I was like, what? How did they? they Clearly, f- they got her address from where we were, but sure. who sends a thank you card for a garage sale? Really good people. Oh, really good hearted people. People that, oh, that restores my faith in humanity, mm-hmm. too. That's why I'm on cloud nine. I got a question for you, though. Yeah. Cora was born in September 30th. September. Um, we had the baby shower about a month before that. Mm-hmm. Why, why are you getting rid of this, all the stuff that we gave you, buddy? Mm, 
Where else did you get baby stuff? Is that all the stuff that we bought you for the baby shower? Jordan Silver and Friends. Six to nine on 96.5 for the buzz. Smells nice in here now. You mean after we disinfected everything? The hell out of this place again. I mean, we spray every morning to make sure that it's clean, but today I brought in some paper towels just so we could give it a real good scrub down because... Oh, it feels weird. Uh, it feels weird to say that some people on the staff may possibly have it. Right. I f- do, do we need to quarantine ourselves? See, that's the thing. I don't know what to do in this situation. I mean, I know we should go get tested, but Laszlo doesn't know if he has it yet. He was supposed to get his results yesterday. And if you look on his Twitter at 6 p.m. last night, he hadn't given an update and i'm kind of like leaving that guy alone <laughs> i've had some things that i need to talk to him about and and i'm like all right you know what he's uh he's really busy but when i was talking to him about it via text a couple of days ago it scared the hell out of me because of all the stats and stuff about dying mm-hmm. you know immediately the moment that he's like i something like you know i've got covid and i was like or I may, sorry, I may have COVID. We're doing the tests. Some fast girlfriend had it and blah, blah, blah. When he said that, I immediately got super sad. And I was like, on the defense, I was like, dude, you are a warrior. You are such a strong dude. This is not going to lick you at all. This is not going to be the thing. And he's like, wouldn't it be weird if it was? And I'm like, oh, my God, no. How do you, how do you handle that? I went over to stats. Because I'm logical, mm-hmm. and I needed to see some stats. And I know that we see all these big numbers in the news, but according to the CDC, 5.5% of people that get COVID die from it. Last week, that has been the percentage. Mm-hmm. And now I'm not saying that that it's not happening and that it's not, you know, those numbers aren't horrific, but... I'm also saying that you can't go straight to, I've got it, I tested positive, it's a death sentence. You know, you can't. You just can't go there in your head. Switching around, looking at the positive, it is a 95 plus percent success rate of living. Of getting over it. But the second you hear somebody that you know has it, you're just like, oh my God, what if, what if we lose this person? You know? I don't know. We'll keep an eye on him and, of course, support him, however. Um... How it works, but yeah, like just the thought of that was it's too real, too heavy, too mm-hmm. real. I was, I was uh, scrolling through the Twitter feed yesterday, and I saw a meme that kind of encapsulates what we're all feeling, probably. Okay. It was just saying, I'm not sick, but I'm not well. I saw that same meme. You did? Yeah, yeah. On the top it said, me in 2020. I'm not sick, but I'm not well. From that, from that Harvey oh, Danger song. D- does that not hit so close to the truth, how we're all feeling right now? Yeah, because, I mean, psychosomatic is a thing, you know? You come mm-hmm. in here and you're like, oh, does my throat it? Oh. <laughs> Lungs compressing. Right. I saw a study that said that, uh, where is it? Da, 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 da. Most patients, according to the CDC, seem to share at least one of these three symptoms, fever, cough, or shortness of breath. So what do you think we should do? I don't know. Music. World. Local. And unofficial holidays. We're digging deep into history. Because we're all a bunch of nerds. And bringing you on This Day in History. With Jordan Silver and Friends.
We're going on an emotional roller coaster today mm. with On This Day in History. There's ups, there's downs, there's something about a place that would have a roller coaster. I love when these things all fit. <laughs> so let's just dive right into it right now. It's Friday, July 17th. Mercury is no longer in retrograde. And did you see Venus next to the moon this morning? I did. Oh, it's so beautiful. Oh my God, I love that you're this excited about <laughs> all this stuff. But uh, let's kick it off right now. Chris, tell us what happened on this day, kicking it off in 2019. Well, Netflix hits 150 million users worldwide. It's a lot of streaming. I kind of expected it to be bigger. Really? I mean, 150 million worldwide. I always feel that way about when a a record, the numbers of records that are sold, Mm -hmm. you know, to be on the billboard charts. Yeah. It's like, all right, cool. This one, this one sold from you to uh, 75,000. And you're like, that's it? It's number one? (laughs) What's going on here? Yeah, yeah. Uh, On this day in 2016. Do you have personal feelings about this one? Mm -hmm. Kim Kardashian posts a video on her Snapchat between Kanye West and Taylor Swift. Here's a part of that call. Well, this is the thing why I'm calling you because you got an army. You own a country of mother two billion people, basically. Wanted to get her approval for a line in one of his songs. I made that bitch famous, quote. is the <laughs> Yeah, right. Like, Kanye West made Taylor Swift famous. Here's the thing. That video was edited, okay? Mm-hmm. And she gives consent on the video, the original video, to letting him say that to her in the song. Then she hears the song and hears it, that line, and goes, whoa, 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 I never gave consent to that. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West uploaded that video as, quote, Mm. proof, but they edited it. Ooh, can't do that. Taylor Swift goes, that's edited. No one believes her, except for us, the real true Swifties, Mm -hmm. and they start putting snakes all over her Instagram, (gasps) which is... On Kim's? No, on Taylor's. Remember everybody? They were like, R.I.P. Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like at home crying going, she would never lie. (laughs) What's wrong with you? I mean, this is when like the real Swifties came out and supported her, but the numbers were so low and she felt so attacked Mm. that she went into hiding Taylor Swift for a year Mm -hmm. and wrote Reputation, which is an album about that. And then, by the way, I think it was like last year, the full video came out and showed that it was edited. Mm. And Taylor was just like, integrity. That's, I told you that. I'm fine. I'll move on. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Shall we move on? I I can physically, I think so. Okay. On this day in 2013, in an effort to curb obesity, the United Arab Emirates offers its citizens a gram of gold for each kilogram of weight they lose. Here's one local's take on that. Oh, it's fabulous. I've, I've not heard of this initiative anywhere else in the world. And uh, I think it's a, it's a, it's a fabulous uh, prospect. And it's a good way to motivate people to get out of home and lose weight for sure. Definitely. I completely agree. How much weight would you lose if you could get a gram of gold for each kilo? Every pound that I am comprised <laughs> of. And I don't know if that was you trying to fish for my weight, but it's not going to happen. You don't ask a lady her weight. Chris. Uh, there are some people that were gaining weight prior to the initiative so Genius. they could lose, lose weight, right? Genius! So you get the system. Uh, 
on this day in 2011, Wolf Mother, frontman, is arrested in England after refusing to leave a bar, and he spent the night in jail. I actually have audio of him singing Let It Be that night that he stole the guitar from the singer. And stop, stop. Okay. And, and then he was asked to leave the stage and he didn't. I can see why they would do that. Mm-hmm. That guy, Wolf Mother, one of the most rockin' bands that there ever was in alternative music. But that guy's voice, Andrew, I don't remember his last name. Mm, not the best for some songs. Great for Wolf Mother. But definitely not for the Beatles right there. And that song, mm, Woman, their song Woman, mm-hmm. it's so badass. The original, the guitar riff, like, I'm playing that after we do this, by the way. And let's say in 1986, the largest bankruptcy filing in U.S. history took place when LTV Corporation filed with over $4 billion in debts. And I need to thank Gene Lance for uploading his 1986 VHS tape of the union members meeting of that night to YouTube <laughs> with its 13 views to get this little snippet of audio of why they were upset. But the unfortunate thing is, it's the workers who now have to shoulder the greatest penalty for what was not the best corporate decision to be made. You hear the snapping <laughs> of the VHS tape. There are, and they're very cheap. You can get converters for VHS players mm-hmm. that will turn your stuff digital. Very, very cheap. I think like $30 is, is how much mine was. But it's great to like preserve that history. You, you got one? I've got one, yeah. You want to borrow it? I have a bunch of VHSs that I need to convert to DVD. Only if I get to see, because I know that they're going to be old oh, videos of you. Oh, yeah. We can do that. Also, I love how we know, at least I know, nothing about bankruptcy and what you just talked about, mm-hmm. so we just went to VHS tapes <laughs> Yeah, with that story, and we're going to move on. But we do. Oh. On the same local history, 1981, a structural failure. <clears throat> caused the walkway of the Hyatt Regency to collapse, killing 114 people and injuring over 200. Mm. Here's one of the original uh, first emergency calls. Come to the Hyatt Regency immediately. Three sky bridges fell in. Three what? Sky bridges holding people from the third floor fell and crushed. Okay. Immediately. Hyatt Regency? Hyatt Regency immediately. All right. Pictures from that scene, the ground is just... Soaking wet and red. Mm, what a horrible event. What they did wrong when building those walkways is, oh my God, they were these giant, long, heavy walkways. And rather than secure them each to the top beam, they secured the third one, the very bottom one, to the second beam. They secured the second beam, which was holding the third and the second beam, to the first. And then they stuck that on the big beam up at the very top. Listen, I don't know anything about architecture, but that's a bad, <laughs> bad, bad call. Uh, you, you would think that would be covered in basic architectural. Right, right. Oh, my mm. God. Ugh. All right, can we? So sorry. That's, that's, that's awful. Mm-hmm. Also on the state in 1981, the national drinking age was changed from 18 to 21, and uh, the law didn't exactly stop them from drinking. But the change in the drinking age has not necessarily changed the drinking habits of those who once tipped a glass of beer legally. I think for the most part, people are just having parties like at their, you know, apartments or condominiums. Yeah, probably at their condominiums, Karen. 
What's going on with that audio right there, by the way? Oh, uh, that was also an old VHS tape, tape, yes, it was. tape that was uploaded to Damn. YouTube. <laughs> Sound like a Billy Eilish song. <laughs> Uh, on this day, 1975, Bob Marley and the Wailers play a historic concert at the London's Lyceum Theatre, where the popular version of his No Woman, No Cry was recorded. Classic. And on this day, in 1955, Disneyland opens in Anaheim, California. Here's Bill Clinton, I'm sorry, I mean Walt Disney, giving the what? opening speech. Uh. <laughs> What? Disneyland is your land. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America with the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Okay, you're right. That did sound like Bill Clinton. A little bit. I thought it was him. That was actually a disaster, the opening of Disneyland. They had 50,000 people and way more than they expected. Yeah. Besides being more than they expected, stuff wasn't ready yet. So... And it was a very hot day. Stuff was literally melting at Disneyland when it opened on this day in Anaheim, California in 1955. Also, there was a live broadcast. Mm-hmm. 1955. They were doing a live broadcast, and it was just screwed up. There's a documentary called The... Oh, no. Imagineering Story. In- I am... Imagineering? God damn it. This <laughs> I'm glad I have you. Thank you for saving me with that. Can we cut this from the podcast? Nope. Anyway, watch that documentary. They tell you all about Disneyland when it opened. (laughs) In the engineering. All right, please, please, please. I'll just say in 1918, Tsar Nicholas II of Russia and his family were murdered by the Bolshevik Czechs. 80 years later, Russia buries them. It's my historical figure crush. You you fell quite hard for that man. I saw a painting of this dude, and there was just something about Tsar Nicholas II and this painting, not even a photo, this painting, and I was just like, ooh, I am rethinking my sexuality. This is a very sad story, too, of what happened with Tsar Nicholas II. I will just let you know that there's an incredible documentary slash dramatic retelling story on Netflix about Tsar Nicholas II and his family. It's called The Last Tsars, and there's naked butts in it. That's... The guy who plays him is it? Oh my god, I sound like a parrot. Oh boy. Oh god. It's like when it's like when back in the day when with the movie Robin Hood, Men of Thieves and all the ladies were like, oh my god, you get to see Kevin Costner's butt in this movie. That's how I feel right now. Oh my god, let's move on. Unofficial holidays. I need to start this off with a joke, Jordan. What do you call sad G's? Sad G's? Yeah. Like the letter G? Yep. Huh? Emojis. It is World Emoji Day. You know what? That would probably kill if you did it (laughs) on stand-up. So we've got a couple of new emojis that Apple's releasing. Oh, yeah, that's in the news today. Mm -hmm. We got a dodo bird and some nesting Russian dolls, a pinata, some tamales, a boomerang, a ninja coin, a heart, a lung, a coffee thing, and a transgender symbol. Thank you very much for all of those. Where's the cat? There's Not everybody has an orange tabby cat. This is baloney because I'm on the radio. They need to give us more cat and dog breeds on there. You want full representation of breeds. Yes. What is wrong with that? We got lungs. 
What the hell? <laughs> you never know when that info will come in handy. Like maybe for your pub quiz night. That was On This Day in History with Jordan Silver and friends on the bus. What's up with all the, the blondie shirts you've been wearing recently? I love blondie. Plus, I dyed my hair blonde, so. So that's why? Yeah, I have a couple blondie shirts. I don't know. Blondie, badass. I know, but you can wear it once, but you've been repeatedly wearing it for a while now. You know that I wear the same thing every day. Mm. Touche. So now, it, instead of a black shirt, it's got a giant picture of Blondie playing the guitar on it. I love Blondie. What a beautiful woman. What a beautiful... She just had her, like, 900th birthday or something. Still looks great. Good job. Do you have any band merch? Uh, I, I'm kind of ashamed to say that I've actually never, ever bought a single item of band merchandise. I am not surprised, though. When you're frugal and you can, you splurge on concert tickets. You're, you're trying to tell me that there's not like a great in sync shirt that you've seen when you were clothing shopping at like a Goodwill or a Savers or anything? Uh, I no, I, I don't have a desire to purchase previous band shirts. Whatever, those that's where you get the cool stuff. That's where you can find the vintage stuff. God, vintage shirts from like the original tour dates. Actually, originally I wanted a shirt that said the Go-Go's, but the only ones that are available are in the $100 range and hell no, I ain't paying for that. Only because they're vintage from the back in the day, from the tours in like the 80s. Why do people spend that much money on t-shirts? Because it's cool, man. Somebody comes up to you and goes, Blondie, yeah. Or it fits your aesthetic. Shut up. Stop judging (laughs) me. You're willing to spend $100 for... Someone to do that to you? Well, obviously I'm not, because I'm not going to spend $100 on that <sighs> Go-Go shirt. But I was scrolling through Twitter this morning, and I saw that Death Cab has... A, I very what? rarely see fashion, and I'm just like, yes, I want that, but this is awesome. They have a sweatsuit. What? Well, you look it up real quick. It's on Death Cab's Twitter, and it says, due to popular demand, more sweatsuits in stock now. You can get the crew pants and the sweatpants. Is separate. this this yellow one with an embroidered skull on it? No, where the hell are you? Go to Death Cab's Twitter. They tweeted it 16 hours ago. It's a gray sweatsuit that looks like an old gym outfit from like the oh, 80s. yes, yes. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. Uh, That's awesome. It looks so comfortable. It's this awesome gray color. I can't imagine how much it is, but that looks so comfortable and cute. I love it. Ooh, $90. Yeah. Hey, if it... Uh, since since you love this so much, and you do require me to have a, a dress code here, would it be possible for me to wear these kinds of sweats to work? No. What do you mean no? no you just sweat- said you loved it. I love it, but no sweatsuits. No sweatpants. I, I am a no sweatpants person while we work. Sorry if that makes me sound like I'm neurotic, but it's all about feeling. And if you feel like you're up and ready, you're not just comfortable and letting some stuff hang out if you're like proper and ready then you can do a show it works on your mental imagine football players going out without their outfits or whatever they're called uniforms that's why you wear me wear a three-piece suit so i stand sit up straight in my chair yes and the monocle is super cute on you so it's it's been i've got a running bet with myself about when that damn thing's gonna fall out of the one eye that you have that monocle in but no love you you can wear the brand new death cab sweatsuit all over your house, but not here at work. Can we implement like a casual Friday? No. Actually, there's two reasons that you can't. Why not? Number one, because I've banned you guys from wearing sweatsuits. And number two is 
because I don't want us to be wearing the same thing. Jordan Silver on the bus. One of the only things that I have never Googled because I'm afraid of the answer, but I just made you Google it. The question mm-hmm. is, why do people, especially me, why do we love true crime so much? Well, I found that out. What's and the reason? There's kind of two reasons. The first reason is uh, we see a little bit of the criminal in us. Oh, I hate that reason. And this is kind of like our release to not actually do it. Also, it teaches you something. I know what succinylcholine is now, thanks to Forensic <laughs> Files. Let me tell you, yes. you want to k- kill someone and it not show up in their bloodstream? Succinylcholine. It's another one. When I meet an EMT, I'm yeah. always like, hey, you got any of that sucks? Because that's what it is for short. And they're mm-hmm. like, what the hell? And I'm like, I watch Forensic <laughs> Files. And they're like, succinylcholine. All right. What's the other reason? The other one is that women like to see these situations and sort of gives them like a cheat guide if they were to get this into the situation themselves, they'll know how to get out of it if the person successfully escapes. It is very popular with women. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Well, I guess that's that's the reason why. I just explained that. Jordan. Thank you very much, Christopher. I appreciate it. <laughs> There's a TikTok video, and it says me getting ready for bed. And it's like somebody that turns on the TV, and it's true crime. And it, he chopped her body into 8,000 pieces and put her hands on his face and slept with them for... And it's funny because the girl's trying to fall asleep and it's pretty peaceful looking. Don't know what the hell is up with that. But yeah, I love true crime. And I guess now we know the reasons. Mm-hmm. But you I mean, you love true crime, but you're not a big fan of the new Unsolved Mysteries. Right. What? That was my frustration. It sound, kind of sounded like I was making a fart sound with my mouth. But deep in my soul, that sound right there is how I feel about the new Unsolved Mysteries. We talked about it a couple days ago. I mean, you, we, you need resolution, mm-hmm. and so when you don't get it, you go crazy. So is is that the only reason you're not liking it because you don't get the resolution? Yes, a hundred percent. These new unsolved mysteries that have dropped on Netflix a couple weeks ago, they are really great stories, very interesting mysteries, but they're unsolved. So how are you going to deal with the anxiety as you continue to watch the series? Well. I'm stuck and watch the series. I can't. I only watched episode one, and I went so crazy. I emailed Lazo that I was quitting to try to figure out what happened to Ray Rivera. But I, I do that. posted something on Instagram about it just to see if people agree or, or they're also fine with mm-hmm. having things be unresolved. And Buzz family responded in troves that they feel the same way as me. Unsolved mysteries can't do it. Can't do it because the fact that they are unsolved. So you're feeling validated from this? I am. But then but then Carmen DM'd me on what, Instagram. What'd Carmen say? Carmen goes, but wait, have you watched episode two <laughs> of Unsolved Mysteries, the Netflix re- reboot? After I bitched for so long about how I was not going to watch uh, it because episode one was so, I guess like it's anticlimactic mm-hmm. or, or it was just like climax and then anyway. So what'd you respond to her? I responded to Carmen, who asked me if I watched episode two of, of Unsolved Mysteries, with this quote. Ugh, I literally can't. It physically pains me to get this wrapped up in something, in a mystery that's unsolved. It makes me want to stick my finger through my eyeball and swirl around my brain. Oh, you seem pretty convinced. Yeah, I don't want to do it. And what'd she say? So then I thought I got my point across. I'm not going to watch Unsolved Mysteries episode mm-hmm. two because... 
I can't deal with the unresolvedness of it. And Carmen responds to all of that. Thank you for responding and not blocking me, Carmen, by the way. She responds with, episode two is so good, though. To which then I respond, Carmen. All right, you've convinced me. So I watched episode two. That's all it takes. And peer pressure at its finest. Episode two is so good, though. I stayed up super late last night to watch it. The thing is, episode two of Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix, the new reboot, I started reading other people's DMs about mm-hmm. about Unsolved Mysteries, and they're like, the husband is creepy as hell at the end of episode two. And so, you know, when you kind of have a little bit of a precursor as to what you're about to get into, yeah. you don't know what to expect, but you're like, all right, I know at the end of this episode, there's going to be a creepy husband. At least there will be some kind of resolve in that. Mm-hmm. And was there? Well, this is, where, this is where it takes a nice little Jordan Silver twist. I don't think the dude was creepy. And everybody on the internet thinks that he was. The reason that I'm bringing this all up is because I feel very differently than everybody on earth about the woman that was murdered about her ex-husband. Everybody thinks he's a creep. And you, so you don't? I don't. We'll get to that, though. So the story is of, this is episode two of Unsolved Mysteries, it's the story of Patrice Enders. I had you read it. Can you sum Mm -hmm. it up a little bit if you think about it? Yeah, so she was a hairstylist, Mm -hmm. and she got a call at 11.35 to make an appointment, and then someone else called 15 minutes later and no answer. So in that period of time is when she possibly disappeared, and there's very little information. Somebody saw a blue SUV by the shop. Then it was gone, and that's all the information that the police had. I'm so proud of you. You have not watched it at all. You did that really well. 13 minutes between that, that's the name of the episode, but I'm going to give you that because (laughs) that was great. You've never even seen it. Mm -hmm. It's a great, great uh, synopsis of it. First off, the names of the people involved in this episode Mm -hmm. of Unsolved Mysteries, awesome. Patrice Enders, unfortunately, is the woman that passed away. Her son... Pistol Black. Black. I, when I saw his name under the photo, I had to make sure they weren't talking about the weapon used. Yeah, nope, nope. <laughs> and the color of the <laughs> weapon. And what room it <laughs> happened in as well. And pistol Black in the library with the pistol. Um, and then there's Rob, who's the stepdad. Rob is not the father of Pistol Black. Patrice had Pistol Black from a previous marriage. I, I still can't get over that name. That's an amazing name. I know. I, hopefully that makes enough sense to the Buzz family. And the way that, in true crime, the first person that you always look at if a spouse goes missing is... The other spouse. Right. So they are trying to, you know, talk to Rob, the stepdad, and see what his deal was, where he was, blah, 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 blah. They couldn't completely dismiss the fact that it could have been him, but Mm -hmm. they really couldn't prove it either. There's a couple other, like, serial killers that are around at that time, and... They know a lot of details about it, so it could be them. But as they get deeper into the relationship of these three people, Patrice Enders, Pistol Black, the son, and Rob, the stepdad, on Unsolved Mysteries Episode 2, as they get more into it, you know, you kind of start to hear reasons why people would fight and things. Mm-hmm. So it sounded like Patrice and Rob's relationship wasn't like that great, and that he was jealous of the attention 
that Patrice was giving her son. That's never a good sign. No. This is one of Patrice's friends from the episode talking about Rob and Patrice's relationship. Jealous of even her friend's relationships with Patrice. I fought a lot. Rob wanted her all to himself. So that's what, you know, you kind of get a vibe for this dude when mm. he's kind of possessive. Red mm. flags start to pop up. Right. And that's kind of backed up by Pistol Black, Patrice's son, explaining what he thinks is the reason that Rob doesn't like him. He didn't understand why she would give me so much attention and thought that he wasn't getting attention because I was getting it. That's logical, too. You don't think? Uh, no, completely logical. That it, it just blows my mind that upset that you're giving your son attention. Right, but some people are jealous and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm, I, with these episodes, with everything, it's always painted in a certain way, and you never know what is really the truth, what was left on the editing floor. Yeah. This is Rob talking about what his problem was with Pistol Black, Patrice's son. One of the things that we struggled with is she didn't discipline him. And he just ran crazy. I just didn't see any future in him when I was with him, to tell you the truth. Okay. A little harsh, but I, I can understand the frustration of being in a marriage like that and not having a, a, a control of on a teenager. Sure, and then you're like the step-parents, so you can't, you know, yeah, punish them. Yeah, yeah. It's, probably, it's probably a weird spot. So now that we got that all out of the way, to sum it all up, episode two, Unsolved Mysteries, the reboot, the story of Patrice Enders just disappearing, and nobody knows who did it because it's Unsolved Mysteries. This It could be Rob, but it also could be a bunch of other people. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like with all that we just heard, it's the vibe is, what, what's the vibe that you get? I'm definitely suspicious towards Rob. If anybody has that sort of jealousy, you always got to make sure beyond a shadow of a doubt that they're not you know, a serial killer. Okay, so you're like a beginner at true crime then. Okay. Because okay, okay. you can't just make those assumptions like that. You have to really listen to what people are saying. And to me, that seemed, as a true crime junkie, mm-hmm. that seemed like Netflix was doing this to give you a subtle character to hate oh, and think that it was. Okay. Okay? Because I'm saying that because what I'm about to play next, nobody's going to agree with me. The end of the episode, that's what everyone keeps saying with Unsolved Mysteries, episode two of the new Netflix reboot. You need to watch it because the guy at the end is creepy. The guy that they're talking about is Rob. Totally creepy. So I watched it, and this is uh, this is what he said when they finally found Patrice's body, and he needed to say goodbye to it. I asked the people who took care of Patrice's remains, what I'd like you to do is the last farewell is to reassemble her. Hmm? Lay her out for me. What's wrong with that? He wants to say goodbye. Um, he wants to say goodbye. What a, you know, this is the only love of his life. They were together for like seven, eight years. You know, he's not really, he doesn't look like the kind of guy that's going to ever get back on that dating thing. I actually stopped that in the middle. There's more? There's more to that part of what Rob says. I picked up her skeleton. I mean, her head. We carried her around for a while. What? Put her back. Kiss her goodbye. He carried around her skull for a little while? And kissed it. 
This guy sounds sad. Uh, it's a little sad, but it's, that is the definition of, as a former funeral director and embalmer, if somebody asked to have the skull to hold around for a little bit and kiss, that would be the top of my list for creepy people. I think it's romantic. Mm-hmm. Why are you just passing that off as creepy? Romantic. This is the love of his life. This is Romeo's Juliet. And he's sad. She was murdered. They didn't get to live the rest of their lives together. The only thing that he has left of her is her skull. So he wanted to kiss it. Why is that creepy? All right. Mm-hmm. We'll let the bus family decide, too, because there's a little bit more about Rob. There's more? There's a little bit more about Rob oh and uh, what he... His mourning process, basically, for poor Patrice Enders, who is the... Subject of episode two, Unsolved Mysteries, Netflix reboot. Uh, grain of salt? Grain of salt with this one. Probably for a year or longer after Patrice was returned to me, her ashes, she stayed in my bed. I slept with her. But she was like my teddy bear. You know, that's how we used to sleep, snuggle together. Just brought back good memories. He's sad. He's lonely. So he wants to sleep with her remains. What's weird about that? Are you saying a therapist would consider this healthy behavior? This is not the kind of stuff that you talk to your therapist about. This is the kind of stuff you do in the privacy of your own home and you don't tell anybody else. I don't know why this guy's telling all of America that he sleeps in the same bed with her remains, but that's sad. He's sad. His heart is broken. True, but if if you are doing something that you're unwilling to share to even your therapist, wouldn't that, again, be the definition of creepy? No! Sometimes you gotta you gotta have some mystery. Listen to this guy; his poor little voice is like breaking. Patrice was returned to me. Her ashes. She stayed in my bed. I slept with her. But she was like my teddy bear. He's you know, getting a little sleep, excited for being. Sleeping. He's not getting excited. Listen. But she was like my teddy bear. He's justifying it. She stayed in my bed. I slept with her. That makes total sense. Oh my God! You are not a romantic, Chris. Jeez. Follow the show. Instagram.com/slash Jordan Silver. Jordan. With an eye. Throwing it back a second, we talked about Unsolved Mysteries Episode 2, the new reboot that happened on Netflix. BuzzFam, you are just as into true crime as I am because we got so many texts about what we were talking about. I got a text in that says, starting to consider Jordan being a killer because she's sympathizing with the murderers in Unsolved Mysteries. Hey, I just said that it wasn't creepy that he slept with his dead ex-wife's remains. I just thought it was romantic. Maybe I'm alone. Sounds like I'm alone with that. Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. 7 a.m. news recap. The Killers have confirmed their next album, Imploding the Mirage, will be released August 21st. The KC Air Show, coming up on September 5th and 6th, has been pushed to July 4th weekend of next year. And the Kansas City is possibly doing away with warrants for unpaid parking tickets so you don't go to jail. And Nike is revealing new un, uh, new Grateful Dead uh, sh- uh, tennis shoes that have a little secret stash to hide your cannabis in the tongue. Word is still out on if that was for another purpose and somebody was just like, yeah, the weed sounds good. Let's put it in there. Mm-hmm. All right. What about the eight o'clock news? What do you got for us? Well, the Lollapalooza co-founder is saying that what we perceive as normal concert events won't happen until 2022. That's not next year. That's the year after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
they're, oh, they're not even canceling that for next year. They're like, Mm-mm, we're not coming back for two years. Yeah. God, but that sounds pretty realistic, though. I mean, those were huge, huge gatherings. Mm-hmm. Ugh, okay, mm. but wow. this. Is, wh- why were we born in this time? This sucks. Sorry, class of 2020 as well. <laughs> I get it the worst. What else is going on it's in this? It's going to be hot this weekend. It'll why be- were we born? Why don't we just... Sorry. I don't, I don't know. It's going to be in the 90s all weekend. It's going to be hot. The real feel will be in the triple digits, mm-hmm. and it won't dip below 80 degrees all weekend, even overnight. Can I come over and play in your pool? You can absolutely come over and take a dip in my pool. I'm surprised that you have not forbid me to do that. I'm, I haven't changed any water in the six weeks it's been up, and it's still crystal clear because well, I skim it and add the chemicals to it. You, Buzz family, he literally has a child's <laughs> pool, and he treats it that way. I love that. I love that you treat the things that you own with pride, mm-hmm. even if it's a kitty pool. All right, what else is going on in the news? The Golden Girls yeah. home mm-hmm. for the first time ever mm-hmm. is on the market. Mm-hmm. $3 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. A little spendy. And the uh, it's never been for sale, and the current owner said they actually got a small fee from the show for having their home appear on the series. Why does this happen when I my heart is set on buying Sour Castle? Because life cannot be easy for you. Because when life gives you lemons, Chris... It gives you the golden girls. I saw what story you were doing next, and I was trying to cleverly lead into that. Yes, uh, when life gives you lemonades and then the pandemic takes it away, Country Time Lemonade will be giving out stimulus checks to owners of these lemonade stands who have been affected. Okay, (laughs) kids. Children under the age of 14 are eligible to apply for the littlest bailout relief fund. You can go to countrytimebailout.com to enter your child, and a 1,000 children will be selected for a $100 relief check. I love That's the cutest little story in the entire world. Jordan Silver on the bus. Jordan, I'm a little worried for you. Is this what happens when you stay single for an extended period of time? been a minute. It's been a year since I've dated someone. Dated them for like two months. And then mm-hmm. before that, I did a whole five years by myself. Ooh. Really got close with my cat. He's my buddy. I'd do anything for him. Are, are you are you good? What, what do you mean you? am I good? Yeah, you know what? You get to a point after you've been treated like poo mm-hmm. by narcissists. You get to a point where you realize that you would rather be alone than date somebody who treats you like crap. And because of that, and the fact that I am 100% attracted to narcissists, I know if someone's a narcissist Mm -hmm. for that exact reason. Like if I meet someone and I'm like, oh my God, I'm attracted to, shoot, narcissist. But yeah, you get to a point where you're just like, you know what, I don't care. I don't Mm -hmm. care. I don't care that I don't have a partner. I don't care. I really don't. I'll do me. I'll buy this castle. That will be my partner. I know your words are saying you're fine, but your actions are saying something else. And I'm, I thought you were good. But earlier today, when we were talking about the unsolved mysteries, and in that story, you sympathized with a possible killer who slept with his dead wife's remains? Romantic. <sighs> is, is, you're, you're a funeral director. You have to know the pain that people have when they lose someone and sleeping with the, the guy was sad that his wife died prematurely and so he slept with her remains what's wrong with that i don't get it so, uh, you're not a romantic 
No, 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 no. When, when someone is single and they get to the point where sleeping in bed with skeletal remains becomes romantic, I believe red flags start to fly up. So, Well, you're not going to like it when, I, when Blanche passes because well, I've already got a taxidermy place on to be dialed. Okay, so we've, we've known that you're not successful in the dating app world. Could you have maybe put that a little bit nicer? I mean, at uh, all? I'm sorry that you found your soulmate <laughs> while you were in high school, college? You didn't even college. date anybody else, and she's a total 10 in every way. I'm sorry that there's just not us, other people, us single people. Stop playing with that. What are you, are you trying to... So you tried OK Cupid. Were you just annoyed that I was... Or did you zone out about no, me this talking is, about... I, 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 I fumble. Because why do you fumble? It's it's I have my I've got so much energy that if I don't start to release it, it will release in other ways. You know, like fidget spinners. It's this is this is my fidget spinner. Oh, you're fidgeting? Why? Because you're uncomfortable? N- no, I wouldn't be uncomfortable talking to you about your dating life. It does get sad. So what? So what? I'll buy Sour Castle. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Here's, but you you even tried the exclusive lesbian app, her? Yes. And that didn't work. No. Nope. <laughs> So you know how the universe can sometimes line things up for you? I feel like we're doing that for you right now. Because I found something you might have success with, I hope. What is it? It's a new dating app called Tabby. Is it about cats? For cat lovers. Ooh. Oh, all right. Because I have done so awful on all of the other dating sites. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, mm, werewolves are who swipe right. It so hurts your feelings. Oh. I have a meme on my phone. It says um, something like, you realizing if you're just ugly or if God wants you to be single for the oh. rest of your life. Oh. I mean, at some point, Please. you start to feel that way about it when you're swiping and nothing's happening. I suppose. Well, I was able to get an early template. For their little profile questionnaire. Oh, for the cat dating site? Yeah. Wait, it's dating humans, right? Because <laughs> I'm not weird. Oh. I don't want to date a cat. Like, I love Blanche, but I don't want to date it. I will need to confirm that between the apps that you're not actually dating a cat. But can we fill out this profile for you? Yeah. Thank you for getting one early so I can think about mm-hmm. my responses. All right. We'll do that after this. Catch Jordan Silver and Friends from 6 to 9 on the bus. I can't tell if I'm excited or not about this, Chris. Uh, how, based on your past experience with dating apps, how are you feeling? Oh, I'm not good at dating apps. You know this. I have, the real reason I think is because, you know, I'm not like that much of a great looker, but I've got a great personality and that kind of thing doesn't translate on a dating app. That is what I tell myself. So I don't die in my sleep every night. That's a very comforting and confident thing to tell yourself that that's the reason. I have a tape where I just repeat that. You are a nice person. The reason people don't date you is because people won't swipe on you because of your personality. It doesn't shine through on dating apps. It doesn't shine through on dating apps. Your personality doesn't (laughs) shine through on dating apps. That is the only reason that warlocks swipe right and only warlocks. Aren't you an unruly warlock? What is this thing you want to do? So I have this. There's a new dating app called Tabby, which is launching August 8th. 
which is International Cat Day. Uh, thank you for saying that because I was just about to. I know that dated my heart. And I've got some of the an early template for this the questionnaire to sign up for it. Okay. So would you like to fill this out? Yeah, let's do it. Perfect. Number one, what have you given up for your cat? That's going to be one of the questions on these dating profiles. What have you given up for your cat? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Um, well, uh, love. Because I love him so much. You know, last year when I wanted to get a second cat, but then I realized that I shouldn't because I don't want to split my heart in half. Mm-hmm. With two cats, just because I love him so damn much. So, yeah, I've given up that for my cat. I've also given up pretty much 10 years worth of furniture because he loves to scratch. What else have I given up? Uh, I've given up friends that are allergic to cats because they can kiss my butt. So, yeah, I've given up a lot of things for for my cat. That, that should bode well for you on that then. Right. right. See, maybe maybe I need another cat person to date so that they understand you know you, you can get a lot from that oh for sure you know you can get that i'm devoted because i am i'm a romantic number two how often do you scoop the litter box once a day in the morning hell yeah what do you not i i do how often do you scoop the litter box how have we never talked about this on this show how how about you're supposed to do it every day yeah not just when the it's a landfill of dried poo how is your baby still alive, Chris? No. Every day. And then I give Blanche a treat, and I'm like, look, it's clean for you. And then he hops in there, takes a dump, and makes eyes with me. And that's how I start my morning. All right. Wow. Number three, Jordan. What is your favorite cat toy? I'm, I'm not sure if they're asking for your favorite cat toy or Blanche's favorite cat toy. Um, I like the laser pointer. Do you run after it when Blanche... Points it against the wall? No, I I shoot it into my own eye. That's what I do for fun. <laughs> so that's why you can't see the, the that's why that's why you're seeing wolves in the in the morning dawn. And also why I am blind to red flags. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have done that to myself. Number four. Mm-hmm. Do you let your cat go outdoors? Hell no. Hell no. You're strong in safety, you're high concern for the cat. No, no. What? Because I don't want him to leave me. Oh. That's why he doesn't go outside. Do you know how many doors he has to go through and security cameras to get outside my current place right now? Stockholm Syndrome. Oh, that's a, a new one. Stockholm Syndrome. Number five, have you ever canceled plans with someone to spend time with your cat? Okay, that is absolutely crazy. Who would do that? Who would cancel plans to hang out with their cat? I've left parties early because I missed him, but I've never canceled on anyone. You've never canceled. No, I've never canceled, but I have left parties early. I've been like, mm, this is fun, but I really miss my cat. I'm going to go home and we're going to eat from the same can. Has Blanche ever canceled on you? That's a, it's a sore subject. Let's keep going. Number six. Mm-hmm. Do you refer to your cat as your child? Of course. I gave birth to him. It was weird. Move on. <laughs> That, that took Move me on. a moment to process. Move on. Move on. <laughs> Number seven. All it right. was hairy and furry and... You God. were the cat. And <laughs> moving on to... When was the last time you went on a date? That is what That's... a question is on the new cat dating 
app called yes. Tabby that comes out on International Cab Day? Yes. When is the last time you went on a date? What are the options? Uh, one week. <laughs> no. Three months. Mm-mm. Six months. One year. Keep going. Two years. Keep going. Five years. Oh, this is sad. This is just Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. Well, Chris, thank you so much for. I don't know. I just felt like we were totally vibing today. Yeah, it was a good, good show. You gonna keep that vibing to to deal with the heat that we're gonna have this weekend? What the hell just happened? Was, what was that? That was me saying heat. Yeah, but wow. That, that, Your body to, started shaking. Well, I need to emphasize how hot it's going to be. Even you're going to say it's hot now? Because you were the one that was like, eh, it's not too bad when it was 102 last week. Well, when you have the humidity week. lower, well, we're going to have high 90s uh, all weekend uh, with a real feel of in the triple digits. Uh, with te- uh, Humidity is going to be above 75%, uh, so that's going to be the uncomfortable part. You know, that... Thank you probably needing to stay in lockdown. Thank you for that. I'll take the, the bright side of this. I cannot wait to, um, I don't know, go home and just sit on my couch all weekend because that's the right thing to do because we got to stay the hell out of stuff because some crazy COVID numbers out there. How about you? What are you, you going to do all weekend? I am going to stay inside during this excessive heat warning with my AC that that doesn't turn off, constantly runs, and my last month's bill was almost $500. Uh, worth it? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Thank do you not think that that's worth it? No, or, I do. Or, thank you, Dr. Willis Carrier. Thank you very much, Dr. Willis Carrier, who invented the air conditioner sometime this week in 1902. On, is it Sunday of this week in history? That mm. I do worry about you. I have Why? been to your house because you're so, you're such a tightwad. <laughs> or thrifty. Yeah. What is the word you use? Frugal. Frugal. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Yeah, you're frugal. Hey, bud. You don't need to air quote that. Frugal is just the way to say it. Frugal. Yeah. Thank you. I feel like you're the kind of person that would be very upset if someone went to your thermostat and moved it down like a couple degrees. <laughs> Are you really? <laughs> it is at a specific temperature for a reason. What's the specific temperature? 73. Okay, that's not too bad. That's where I'm at. And but it, it, we we have one of our side of our house is basically all glass patio doors. So every degree is about a $700 cost. That's worth it. It's always worth it. Again, like I said, if I get Sour Castle, I'm not moving in there until there's air conditioning. And that is the first thing I'm going to have installed in the abandoned, rundown, unlivable bones of Sour Castle. Oh, man. Well, there's nothing to do this weekend. You can't do anything. You just got to go sit, sit at home and clean your damn hands. Uh... My hands are so damn clean. <laughs> but it's the right thing to do, and that's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. We don't want to spread this thing. And um, gosh, good luck to our fellow co-workers. Because Laszlo hasn't updated about his test results. So they're not, we don't know if they're going to be here, anything of those details. I mean, if, probably not. Wait, should we be having this conversation off air? Hold on. <laughs> if you need your Jordan Silver and Friends fix during the weekend... Check out Jordan's Instagram at J-O-R-D-I-N Silver.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.